we open to a familiar clearing in the Chitterwood. A large tree stands alone in its center. But it is not goblin children that sit beneath, but a group of exhausted adventurers. They sit solemnly around the haphazardly thrown together fire pit. We see Drurmir Luckmail leaning on his blood-stained dark great club. Bryn Humblegazer nervously fiddling with her flute. Elowen Porter feeding Brock a bit of dry jerky. And then Alden McAllister nursing his burned shield arm. Damned green devils. I've half a mind to go back there and finish what we started. <laughs> and risk getting killed? Count me out. That little bomber goblin was nuts. Pipes up Bryn. He just caught us off guard. If it were a fair fight, we would win every time. I'm sure we would, grumbles Drumir. But Bryn's right. It's not worth the risk. Besides, we've already got what we've come for. Drumir motions to the orc chieftain's head near the fire. That should fetch us a nice reward back in Elidir where we can sleep on something nicer than straw for the night. Alden scoffs at Drumir's apathy, begins rifling through a pile of crude rucksacks. Elowen bends down next to Alden. Um, how's your arm? Feels like it's still at a furnace, but the ointment you gave... It's taken the sting out. Good. Just let me know if you need any more. Thank you, Ella. Ella sits next to Alden as he dumps mundane materials onto the ground from the looted bags. Alden, I was thinking, maybe after we get back to Eladir and turn in this quest, Ella is interrupted by a cluster of strange objects falling out from the upturned sack onto the ground. Oh, what do we have here? On the on the ground in front of Alden are four small black cubes. Alden reaches out to pick one up, but as he does, it zaps his hand. Ouch! What the hell are these? Alden shakes his hand and then picks up the cube, cautiously this time. His fingers grasp the shiny black edges of the cube but no sparks fly this time. He quickly lifts it and begins examining. <sighs> what do you have there? Says Dromir from his rucksack. Some kind of weird cubes. Maybe adamantine? Alden tosses one of the cubes to Dromir. As it lands in the dwarf's hand, a small arc of electricity arcs across it. What in blazes? Hmm. Craftsmanship is impeccable. And yes, it's definitely adamantine. As Dromir studies the cube, Bren jumps up and walks over to the cubes. Well, if it's loot, then I get a quarter of it. She quickly snags a cube, and it jolts from the shock of her fingers. Jeez, what are these? Some kind of orc prank? Ugh, an orc could never make one of these in a million years. Well, then they have to be valuable, says Ella. She picks one up and is shocked as well. Ow! It's okay, Ella. 
It only hurts the first time, see? And picks the last cube up. As he does, all the cubes begin to tremble in the hands of the adventurers and glow. Small energy tethered, small energy tethers leap out and begin to connect the cubes into a small interdimensional portal begins to open up around them. At its center floats a larger cube, trembling and radiating dwarven runes along its sides, begins to emit a loud blasting trumpet noise. Dromir's eyes begin to widen in horror, and he immediately yanks his cube away. Doing so, the tethers begin to sever, and the large cube in the center descends back down into the portal as quickly, just as quickly as it started. Dromir, what was that? Something we never should have found. Dromir drops the cube onto the ground. What do you mean, Dromir? Says Bren. I, I don't know how these orcs found it. But they've gotten their hands on something the dwarves hid away long ago. <laughs> that little cube. It's capable of leveling mountains. <laughs> well, then let's get it. Everyone hold out your cubes again. Alden holds his out eagerly. The dwarves hid this away for a reason, Alden. It is not meant to be wielded. <laughs> who makes a weapon and doesn't use it? Those who can craft something beyond their own capabilities. Well, I think we're more than capable, and I know the perfect little goblin village to test it out on. No, we will not talk about this any longer. Drummer picks up his cube and throws it into the fire. What are you doing? Alden grabs his longsword and tries to fish it from the coals. Alden, leave it. Are you crazy? We finally did it. We found something. With this, we can have anything we want. We can finally... I'm going to say that again. If you're right, with this, we can have anything we want. We can finally be the heroes we've been trying to be. No monster or villain can stand in our way. Um, we kind of already are heroes. Oh, really, Bryn? Tell that to the farmer and milkmaids back in Breach Hill. No, I'm talking about real heroes. Heroes that treat with kings and queens. Heroes that defeat hordes of goblins like back in the war. Alden looks around to see Bryn staring at her shoes. And Ella giving him a worried look. And then finally, Drummer's grave, blank expression. Well, I'm not going to pass this up. Alden, don't do this. No. This is too big. We've worked way too hard for this. Alden. No. No, Druma, you don't get to make all the decisions anymore. But before Alden can finish, a hideous creature tumbles out of a thicket. A small goblin with dark pus-covered burns over her face and body clambers out towards Alden, arms outstretched and gasping for air. Without a second thought, Alden buries the longsword into her. She coughs, her small fingers feeling the steel lodged in her belly. Something glowing in her hands falls to the ground and rolls away. 
Gods, is that a, is that a goblin? A scout. Beast must have followed us. From my father's tales, we should expect the horde within minutes. Alden uses his boot to retrieve his blade from Treasel. She falls to the ground motionless. Alden looks up to face the group again and then wham! Drummer brings his great club down on Alden's head. He falls to the ground and with a crack hits his skull against a large rock. Drummer, what the hells? Ella screams. Ella, we quiet. Ella, quiet. We don't have time. But before Drummer can finish, Ella bolts into the tree line. Gods, look what you've done now. Ella! Ella, come back! I... I had to. He... He had to be stopped before it was too late. Too late for what, Drummer? Messing with an old cube? It's not an old cube. It's Korlur Lahar. Mountain killer. A power we are not meant to possess. Well, then we'll toss it in a lake or something. Ella! Bryn picks up her flute and begins to walk towards the tree line. No. Drummer walks over. Puts a hand on her shoulder. Let her go. I think this is it. For us. What are you talking about? Let her go, Bryn. Let her run away. Did you see the look on her face? She was terrified. Good. That means she won't come back. She'll take her summoning cube far away from any of us. So what do you want us to do? Split ways? After all the years we've been together? It's not about what I want, Bryn. Drimmer looks at her through tear-filled eyes. It's what must be done to protect the realm and to protect us. Bryn looks down at the black cube in her hands. She begins to shed a few tears. She looks back up at Drumir. I... I don't want to leave, Drumir. I want to stay with you, with, with all of you. Drumir embraces her. It's the last thing I want, Bryn. But if we stay together, people will come. Or our wills will fail us. But I'm damned sure that this cube will kill us all. He lets go of her. So go. I'll stay and look after Alden. If his father's tales are true, I don't think he deserves to become goblin food tonight. I think we can both agree he doesn't deserve that. Bryn sniffles, picks up her bag, and she takes one last look at her friends by the fire, and then down at the black cube in her palm, 
and then walks in to the dark tree line. And we fade to black. Just a couple of quick announcements for diving into this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. We got some big updates surrounding some Hero Duel stuff that I know you guys have just been waiting on. So, stand by here. Uh, we have found, we have located, contracted out, and have the Frizzy Gig artwork in the works right now. So that card should be coming to us very quickly. This artist that we're working with is a new artist that was recommended to us by none other than No Nat Ones. Uh, they use this artist for the uh, iconic section they have on their uh, website. So you can go check that out. Uh, I was speaking to one of the members of the team there and they let us know this is a great artist. We're very excited to work with this new artist. Uh, so stand by as we uh, get a new uh, new artwork done that should be done, like I said, here in the next week or two. I hear great turnaround times. Um, on this artist, so we, we shall see. Uh, with that being said, with this being in the works, we're going to go ahead and start pushing the next, the summer card, the summer Hero Duels card. Voting will begin here in the next week or so, so all that are on our Patreon, uh, the, our Patreon Heroes uh, group, keep your eyes open. That will be coming out. The new voting pamphlets will be coming your way here soon for our very next physical hero duels card we're gonna be selling these in the shop from here on out so those who want to go ham in the shop and order a bunch of booster packs uh they should be getting a couple different kinds of cards in each booster pack this time around it shouldn't just be the one card should be uh, the card the action card uh and um one other card with their special abilities on it so there'll be a couple cards uh, in the mix as well as the the rarity uh will be random this time around so you have your chance to get a, a copper silver gold or a hollow mythic rare card uh very exciting times ahead so those will be shared here in the next couple of weeks as i mentioned before uh also i have pulled a few new dice this weekend i kind of get a little crazy so uh be expecting some new dice in the shop here over the next few days uh, i feel i'm finishing up some orders from some other people from a while back and those should be arriving here shortly so i'm excited to share those with you all uh, everyone we are 60 dollars away from our patreon goal just just a little over 60 i'm, I'm rounding up when i say that but we're about 60 dollars away from hitting our Patreon goal of $1,000 a month. This will push us over the edge into our next goal. Um, we have a few things planned that we're already kind of following up on, so keep your eyes peeled uh, in the shop as we kind of make a few orders here soon uh, with some new items. Uh, but we are, we're excited to share those with you, things that we've kind of promised in the past we're finally catching up on. Um, so those should be coming out here shortly, um, as well as... Uh, once we hit this goal, we'll drop our new show immediately. We have five episodes already recorded. We already have a next session plan. We're gonna crush a few more. Um, but guys, I like I said, I cannot, I cannot tell you how impressed I am with the players so far. Uh, Ronnie is working on a brand new soundtrack for uh, the uh, Infinity Archives, our Delta Green show. Uh, we're very excited to share that with you all. Those will be coming out as soon as we hit goal. As soon as we hit that goal, the second we do, the following Tuesday, we will release episode one. So balls in your court at this point. Um, it's all ready to go for you. We're excited to, to share those uh, episodes, this brand new show with you um, over the next few few weeks or whenever, whenever it drops, I guess. Um, lastly, 
patron of the week this week. Drumroll, please. Uh, it is none other than Cody from Oregon. Cody uh, is a, a supporter of the show. He's one of our newer patrons, but uh, Cody is a huge Pathfinder fan, big Glass Cannon fan, jumped in not too long ago to just support uh, a few of us that he knows. I go ways back with Cody. Uh, he's a good friend here uh, up in the Northwest. So, Cody, thank you so much for all you do. Thank you so much for your uh, support of the show, support of, of us and what we're doing here. Uh, we're very excited for what's to come. So uh, without further ado, that is all the announcements I have for today. Please enjoy this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. I think it's a good time to open the episode back up to the upstairs of Shaylin Songbird Hall in a room where only Frizzigig and Brenda Song, as she likes to be called nowadays, are alone in a room and they have both kind of like um, mixed memories. There was a little bit of overlap where Frizzigig just witnessed all of that. She witnessed all of Frizzigig's memories of Teresel that, you know, we can assume Desna showed him. And uh, you guys are both just like knocked out of your chairs. The harp has been tipped over. Um, I imagine everyone else you heard if you listened hard enough, you probably would have heard like something it like abruptly ended and there was like a thud. For this moment, Frizzigig, you're you've come to and you're looking, no longer wearing her mask. You see Bren. What do you do? Uh, I think very quietly, well, not like too quietly to himself. Um, just kind of under his breath, Frizz just says, fuck, fuck you, Desna. Because uh, I think he doesn't like, I think he thinks that's exactly what's going on here. Um, and um, he stands up and uh he puts his chair back at the the i would assume they were sitting on either side of a table is that right um i think yeah they were both on like stools right. but like in between you uh she was just like playing the harp but you're in kind right. of a comfy chair stool thing i think he puts both of the stools back up you know because they both fell out of them uh and he gestures to the other stool and he says i I think you should take that seat. She is like super like guarded. Like she, she, cause she knows your relationship th to the goblin that was killed by Alden. And obviously it clicks in her head, probably that you were the one that kind of like saved the town. Right. Yeah. I think that was part of the mix. Also, memories. this is, yeah, and this is also like two years ago. So it's like in the in the time scheme of like Kalari's backstory, Urkel's backstory, like those memories are super far long gone, but this is relatively fresh. Yeah. Um, I think it was three years but now. She, uh, Frizzy, Frizzy, oh, three I Frizzy, now. We, we said Frizzy Giggs had a birthday, so I think it's also past that point. <laughs> right. Uh, she is going to slowly, still eyes on you, is going to kind of stand up and kind of sit and says she was your she was your sister that wonderful 
beautiful being that you saw in my memories. That person that I really needed to talk to right now, but I can't, was the exact same person that you watched slain before your eyes and didn't think about a second time. She laid there bleeding at your feet and you stepped over her on your way out the door. That was my sister. I'm... I'm so sorry. I... And you see her, she appears to be kind of tearing up. But is, again, just like doesn't even know what to say. Like, you know, it's like... I feel like we've all had those moments where like shit's just so hard that you're like I like anything I try to say is going to like piss you off right yep. you know yeah. um, and so I think she all she can say is I think all she can say is I'm 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 sorry for what happened I wish we never would have wish we never would have gone come to your village I you know you're the whole reason I'm here if you hadn't have done that if you hadn't come to the most passive goblin village in this hemisphere we're healers by trade as a group I don't know if you knew that um If you hadn't done that, I wouldn't be here right now. You know, the whole reason I stepped outside of that village was to come find you. That's not why I'm here now. But it was to come find you and to learn what happened to my sister, who I I believe to be alive in some way, but I guess I was wrong. Since no one around that entire fire seemed to care one ounce for her life, Yeah, the whole reason I sat out on this, uh, whatever it is, was to come find you and the rest of you. And it changed after that. You know, I changed, I learned some things. You're actually the third one I've run into. Alden's dead. He's a pile of bones somewhere. And he escaped the cruel and painful death he deserved. Ella is as afraid uh, as the day she left. We found her in the Mwangi of all places. And I keep running into you all. I keep running into you, not really meaning to. I think I know who's doing it, but I don't really know. It could be a coincidence. I don't know. But I have been given an opportunity to say my piece in a sound state of mind, and I'm going to do it. But you're the third one I've run into. And I still can't understand it. I thought maybe at some point, I've changed a lot. Maybe you could pick that up based on the conversation that I pretended to have with my sister who is you. That's sick, by the way. That's really kind of sick now that I think about it. But thank you. Thank you for letting me talk to her one more time. As much as you've tainted that experience at this point. 
I thought maybe with as much as I have changed in the last three years. You know, I was actually kind of scared that I would begin to understand you. And having had a chance to talk to Treasel again, and sitting here in this seat across from you now, tells me I will, there's no matter how much I'm afraid of it, I will never be in your shoes. I can assume you've done good things today for people. I know you did actually, for the people who came in here before me. Do you do those things because you believe yourself to be a good person or are you trying to pay for the sins you have committed? And I want your honest answer. I don't know if you've ever even thought about it. Do you do it to try and fix your mistakes or do you do it because you believe you're a good person today? During, during all of like what you just said, especially hearing at hearing um, Alden and Ella's fate, you know, she's just like hands or um, face and hands just like weeping during all this not like loud you know like not trying to like make it about her but it's just like kind of uncontrollably just like sobbing to herself and like taking it all um and after what you know how you ended slowly she kind of like looks up from her hands. With like big puffy eyes. She says. For so long. For so long, I just wanted to die. I know how awful you must think of us. And we deserve it. But I miss those people so much. And being away from them, I I didn't want to live anymore. Every everywhere I went, I just saw them and realized I was worse off. Or thought to myself that I was worse off. People told me not to live in the past. Found Nolly. She said that I had some kind of gift, some kind of way of 
finding those moments in other people and bringing them out again. And that was the only, the only thing that kept me here. was knowing that I could do something good still. Knowing that I could do something good by focusing on the past. If not my past, then other people's past. But no, Frizzigig, I do not think of myself as a good person. And if vengeance is what you require to solve your past, your future, whatever, I'm right here. No. No. I, look, I would never stoop to your group's level. I don't need to enact violence to get my way or to get what I need to feel fulfilled about myself. So stop that thought right now. I may not like you and I never will. I hope you manage to do good for people around you. I think that's a good thing in this world from now on because you can't change the past. I guess the only thing you can really change is the future that is yet to come. And maybe you can help other people find their way in this world. Great. So don't stop doing that. One thing I want you to think about before I move on to the next thing. Don't say sorry to me. Don't say sorry to any other goblin you ever see. I'm sure my little village isn't the first one you fucked up. I already beat your ass. As a child, in fact, I beat your ass. I got my repayment. The people you need to say sorry to are the ones you can't say sorry to. Treasel's gone. Maybe one day in another life, you will get to tell her sorry. Don't tell me sorry. Don't look at me and say sorry. But things have changed. You know, I'm not out here looking for you all at this point. I have, I have bigger things that I have to deal with now. Not by choice, but they are on my plate and I will attempt to clean it. One of those things are these little cubes. Do you still have yours? Yes. Give it to me now. <clears throat> she kind of gets up and turns around. There's like a trunk off to the side and she opens it, unlocks the, the lock with a key. And there at the very bottom, she rummages and pulls out a small little black cube 
Frizzy Geek takes it uh, and and uh, puts it um, deep in in the bag of holding. Um, do you know where the dwarf is? The last time I saw him, you've already seen. Yeah. Well. But. If I know Dromir, he's probably somewhere in the Five Kings. Something tells me that by a cruel twist of fate orchestrated by some cosmic butterfly somewhere, that I'm going to run into him at some point. So I'll just hold on to that. But for now, I don't want you to tell anybody about these cubes. I don't want you to tell anybody about what we talked about today, any of it. We didn't meet this way. That part is very important to me. My story is not one that you get to take with you after this. My family story is not one that you get to tell. So never talk about it again. And Frizzy Gig stands up. Um, he says, before I go, if you would like to say anything else to me, before we never speak to each other again. This is your opportunity. Because we will never see each other again. If I have anything to do with it. Bran is wiping away tears. Just very torn up by everything. She looks up and just says, I, I hope you find her. If you want answers. Jeremir will be the one to tell you. And then she just kind of like sits. Um, Frizzy collects himself for a second. Um, Yeah, I think I'd like some more answers, too. Goodbye. And he walks out the door. He goes back uh, right. uh, to the group. He says, all right, we're leaving. I imagine the other... I would imagine the other three, like probably didn't hear what was going on but you definitely heard the like music abruptly stop and maybe some like raised voices 
but like I would say you're like you're like hmm that seems weird but it also could have like oh it could have been like a memory or whatever but I would say you're like curious what happened so circle back from the bathroom yet uh, I'm coming up the stairs <laughs> big sniffs sure I'm ready to go when your zip is undone I wasn't peeing I was blowing my nose Oh shit, my zipper's undone still. <laughs> How long has it been this way? <laughs> you supposed to tell me. Yeah, so we okay, Fuzzy Gang? Everything a bit go intense well? in there. I'll tell you about it when we get out of this place. But we should go. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And as you guys go down kind of the spiral staircase down to the first floor. Um, almost on your way out, I would imagine you guys hear, and again, I'm not a music person, but I would imagine that song kind of you heard from the harp from before. I imagine you guys hearing that from above and it's kind of like echoing down the the seat you know the ceiling and throughout the church and stuff but it's like that song and it's like the heart of it where it was like super super sad but you guys just like hear that as you're like walking out and everyone's like man what a bummer <laughs> why do they need to change the change the music here does it start raining when we leave uh the temple as well thunderstorms it's, it's raining right as yeah. we leave it was completely oh, yeah, yeah, shut yeah. up but it's raining now <laughs> yeah yeah no it it is actually a very nice brisk December morning here in, uh, you know, the solid 30, 36. <laughs> Yo, yeah. do I think that I can figure out how she did what she did magic wise? Like, could I learn that ritual? Uh, it's, it's definitely a ritual and it is, um, I, I bet if you were to spend time with her or something, you could like learn it like you'd learn a spell. well do, but i don't think you could just like do you think i could take what i experienced and i don't necessarily want to reaffiliate myself but at like player talk i don't want to reaffiliate my character with yeah. like you know a character that's an npc i don't want to make them my mentor or whatever but um do you yeah. think i could take my experience and do outside research like in a oh possibly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say with enough downtime, you could try and figure out how that ritual works. Because I feel like that could step. be a useful tool later, RP-wise. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely like you're a wizard. Like, I, I would just say if you're not learning it from her, because it was a bit of a unique ritual that you would kind of have to, like, improvise in some areas. So. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. But it's definitely worth or possible. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Just trying to get more magic power. <laughs> you guys are exiting Songbird Hall and you are entering, you know, the outside ring of Temple Hill. And yeah, what do you guys want to do? Uh, well, Frizzy Gigs uh, got to tell them what happened uh, right. as they're walking through because he can't he can't see him still right now. Uh, I think they're just walking through the streets. Uh, and after some moments to process, um, Frizzy gig tells him the whole thing tells him about talking to his sister and how it was weird and then 
how all the memories collided and, and the conversation they had after. That happened. That happened randomly. <laughs> Laugh track. That's kind of insane. It should be here, but I guess then again, like you've been saying, it's like some freaking divine beast is causing this all to happen. Yeah, Aaron looks at the sky and shakes his fist. <laughs> what I have struggled with my whole life really boils down to the the first is I've always felt that that greater force around me pushing me towards something before I ever even got to decide if that's what I wanted or not and I always felt like I fought that you know my family are healers that's what Treasel did that's what my dad does it that's what I was supposed to do so it said I did something different and I mean there's a lot of other things that, that, that factor into that but that I was always I I always pushed against what I felt like I was supposed to do for no reason other than to push against it. And, and two, I have always felt like with my emotions and I've always felt kind of like a, a fire, a big one in the wind burning bright and hot and blowing around and intense. But also, like, if the wind picked up too much, I would just blow out and I would never come back. And al always on the, the, the verge of burning up. And for the first time in my life, I am... I feel like, like a bed of coals. I feel like, not, not like something different, but I think I got the direction I needed. And as weird as it was, talking to Treasel, just being able to say anything. My mind feels a little more quiet. I feel like I can think. I feel mad. But I feel, I feel mad in a way where I can I can think through it. I know what I want to do. I know who I want to be. And I know how to get there. Frizz, that's hype. You deserve to be mad. Bro, it worked. It worked. Take him to church. <laughs> Going to church worked. Glory dumps a couple of copper pieces in the, uh, the front coffer of... Uh, 
the church. Church. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. Copper pieces? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing the Lord's work out here. I gotta fund myself, you know what I mean? Which Lord, huh? <laughs> All of them, because, you know, this dragon god is gonna bring unbalance to Galarian, so. It trickled down economics, trickle down right? Like, the more money yeah, yeah, adventurers yeah, yeah, have... Exactly. The more the more money that you guys have, the more that you'll the more you know, copper pieces maybe you're able to get. Actually, the more money the more money the, the big church the more money the big churches have, the more money that they can you know use to you know fund adventurers to do their bidding. You know, and then you know maybe they'll give a little bit of gold to. The, I think you got this backwards. Come on, chance. Bro, the adventurer economy must be huge. Like it's bigger than like a lot of the other. Oh yeah. Like just adventurers probably keep like most every blacksmith in business. You know how every right, you know how many dungeons right. are around here. Point to any part on the map. You can. You're right. If, adventurers if any, keep bro, evil in business. If, if any business in Galarian is as heinous as the adventuring business, or more so, it's the fucking churches, bro. The churches no, are massive. No, this is so untrue. No, it's no. the villain business. No. The <laughs> villain business. Do you remember how Galarian? You remember how fancy everything over there was? All villains, every single one of them. Have you see, the Church of Abaddon. Um, have you all even heard the statistic that the Church of Abadar holds like forty-five percent of the wealth of the world? That's crazy. They're a bank, Calare. Um, it's a bank, right? Yes, right. There's lots and of they money take a banks. cut of every single transaction that they that they make. Do they not? Transaction, transaction that they make. Your, I mean, what are you gonna do? Tin foil hats falling off. Listen. There's no tinfoil out. It's a, it's a gold foil hat, and it is, was given to me by the Church of Abadar. Because they have all the I have eight gold to my name right now. Me Urkel, too, how much actually. do you have? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. We're not rich. Okay. At this point, did you guys have anything else to say to Frizzy Gig? That I'm proud of him. Yeah, I would say also, I think Urkel hears. Frizz say those things and is trying to recall a time that Frizz has ever said that before. And then Never. he says, Frizzy King, I don't think I've ever heard you so sure about something. Um, that's tremendous. We've said it before, we'll say it again. Whatever Whatever we can do to help you reach this goal, help you become who you want to be, we're here for you. Let's just fucking save the world. That's what Montage! we're gonna do. Montage! Also, I do have to page. say I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty high on adrenaline right now, so my feelings may change in the morning. <laughs> also, I would like a pastry. Yeah, let's We're go in the marketplace. It is the morning and it is cold. I want a pastry. Damn it. And he put, stomps his little goblin foot down. What do you say yeah. to tonight well, we go beat up those bird kids? <laughs> oh my God. Why are you yeah. trying to just beat look, up look, people? Look, look, look. Okay. I've I'm done the math. This so I've done Ever the math. Ever since level eight, look, I've been got, real violent. We got, we got the, one of the strongest ladies in town. We got the bellflower network. We got two allies here. Let's go fuck up a faction. Huh? Let's just, we, yeah. can, we can just, you know, draw two, burn one, right? Come on. I learned Maybe how to it's one of those situations where day. if we beat them, then they, like, oh, like, we serve, we serve the toughest people in town. Now that's you. 
So now we work for you. And then yeah, we have our own faction. Wait, they work for us. Wait. I'm gonna go sit we'll on the, be what the, if the bridge. Kings. Aren't we trying to lay low? What have you guys? Oh yeah. What have you guys been doing for two days? <laughs> Pipes up, Brian. <laughs> oh, Brian! Hey. Whoa! Whoa. Uh, dear <laughs> Lord, Brian, we got a lot to tell you. Let's go sit on the oh, bridge as the sun sets, Brian. Let's, let's go talk. get a let's go get a page. Let's get the, the sun's already setting. Oh my goodness! It's been Bro, twelve hours. It's. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's no, it's okay. The t the tangus they uh they uh they like. <laughs> people on their bridge at night. Let's go get breakfast. I want my Sunday morning okay. pastry. Uh, as you guys that? sat out to look for a pastry uh, and kind of, are, I would assume, like leaving Temple District to more uh, where the market is, um, you guys see coming out of the Shadow Square are a bunch of hooded Zonkathonites. Oh, I wonder nah. Helica's with them. And they are walking kind of past you, and then one of them takes off his hood. And you see it as Helica. I fucking do it. Got me a yo, Pure bastard. He's going to go for the I'm hug. just kidding. Glary <laughs> goes to punch Helica he, uh, in, like, the chest, because that's how you, like, say hi to a Zonkathonite, right? Like, you hurt them? No. Oh. You spanked them. No, they you hurt them. I hear you spanked them. Uh, I do love Kaleri um, doing like like a, a coming up and like putting her dukes up and then like throwing oh, a, a left and then he flinches and being like, ha, ha, bam, bam. Just like rocks his shoulder. You just love that movie, Zach. Um, it does go past that. No, Helica. Yeah. Helica uh, turns to uh, the others on Cathonites and said, sorry guys, my adventuring friends. Hello. <laughs> How, uh, how is the Silver City treating you all? Urkel has a cigar in his ma mouth and he's lighting a match. He's like, fucking crazy, dude. It's been a crazy day. <laughs> <laughs> Freezy Gig uh, holds up his, um, his, uh, mi missing arm. <laughs> Got this new And just kind of mostly, he's like, <laughs> I fucking hate it here. <laughs> Aaron I'm says, ready to oh, go. I found this shirt. <laughs> Look familiar? Uh, um, Helvetica, typeface looking great as always. But um, anyway, tall font, great choice for today. Anyway, uh, I wanted to say that Get we've blasted, been going <laughs> through quite a lot to quite a lot of the past two days. Um, I think I think something in my head says there's been like nine episodes and it's only been 48 hours, but I don't really know what that means. Been a long um, one. <laughs> Regardless, did you happen to run into another diplomat that had been kidnapped and drugged by the triad that we were mentioning to you when we first met up? Well, let me address all of the other ones that talked to me first. Um, Kitchen. <laughs> yes. Yes, Aaron and Clary, I have indeed spoken with Lord Thorne and after your assistance, Aaron, he is sound of mind and said to go ahead and keep the robes. Oh, they're mine. He, he, he didn't have to. He didn't have to tell me. I'm doing some assertiveness training and I'm kind of just, you know, doing things my way. Excellent, Aaron. Not just looking like for as much permission. Brian's very like, assertive. You can, can you, 
Brian's like, can you also teach me? Oh, some yeah. That training? Yeah. Lesson one, stop giving a fuck. I'll teach you how to do it. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yes, Helica says, I see. Well, now that he has joined us and the Silver Council has made it known that my people are not the cause for the undead <coughs> and demons in the street or the shoot what are they called Velstracks Velstracks yeah or the Velstrack in the hills was all the triad and we have you all to think we're all clearing our names and um, he kind of like turns to his uh, he has kind of like a little satchel and he is going to pull out a dark um, like ebony dagger whoa and you see it is just like it looks like it's almost like the blade is made of shadow right Ooh. like you can't tell like it's kind Yo. of like flickering Aaron takes and it. he is thank you He's going to hold it out to the party. Aaron snatches it and he says, the umbral court extends its gratitude to you all. May the dark prince watch over you. May you bask in his presence this holy month. And then all of the other <laughs> robed people say, Amen. Oh, May the purple Aaron goes, rays um, from the dark uh, prince fall upon you. Maybe this dagger isn't for me. I'll take it. I'll sit. Shaylin, I'll take it. Not, <laughs> uh, not really like Shaylin's type of thing. <laughs> but I want to share with you, this is possibly one of our first, like, special yeah. weapons. Ooh. Named item. Named Kevin's weapon. blade. Oh. Helica 12-point font what is it, blade. What is it called? What are they called? It's it is called. Mystical item. A misdemeanor. A it's called Zanserif. It's a specific, a specific magic item. It's cursed. And... <laughs> But what's the word I'm thinking of? Like the magic items that like you can't make, you can only buy. Key items. Artifacts. No, wondrous, wondrous, wondrous item. Items. Wondrous. wondrous. Item. Uh, you can make wondrous items. Oh, you can. Well, and you couldn't want any. There was a feat that's called craft wondrous item. Oh, what's the difference between a wondrous item and a magic item then? Wondrous item is more like the Legendaries. like proper noun has like specific oh, things cookie. it does. Yeah. Figurines of wondrous something turns into something. Magic items are regular items with like enchantments. Okay. What do you got? Chance. Okay. It is called a gloaming shard. Gloaming shard. Mm. It is a plus two striking returning dagger. <gasps> it, it shines the color of twilight with a triangular lattice design on the hilt. And then a thin string of darkness connects your shadow to that of the blade, even once it leaves your hand. Now, once per hour and two actions, you 
make a thrown strike. So that would be a three action thing. But first action, you throw this, the dagger strike. Then you use this ability, two actions, whether you hit or miss, rather than the dagger returning to you, the blade pulls you into your own shadow along Let's the connecting go. thread. I want and it. you instantly, this you instantly teleport shit. to but the space adjacent to your target as dimension door, and then you catch the dagger in your hand. This is literally Clary's item. She can now teleport behind you. And she also has Raging Thrower. I don't want any I other complaints. Know. I'm taking it. Urkel's holding the dagger and says, yes, but uh, I'm holding the dagger, unfortunately. <laughs> so. uh, uh, yes, but uh, could you Rage Throw? No, The last time Urkel do anything, you miss the fucking birds, you loser. It looks like we need a Contest. We need a quick contest. Arm wrestle. No, dagger throwing competition. Yes. Ooh. Okay. I will beat your ass sure. so fast. Let's do it. How about this? Uh, <laughs> this archery range right over there. Let's just. There's an archery range. We're gonna go and we're gonna see if we can throw it at the target. It's 20 feet away. Sorry, there are no archery ranges or temples of Desna <laughs> and Kentarko. Uh, <laughs> we go to Lady the Curse. We go to the training room. We have a here. We go. Dagger okay. throwing contest. Bye bye. Right. Bye bye, Helica. Bye bye, no, Helica. but Thank we, you. Get, we get to ask him how things are going, though, first. Uh, I don't really Wait, care. Uh, here. Uh, one second, one Holy. second, one second. Clary reaches into her bag. Thanks for the loot. Clary reaches into her bag, pulls out a, a, a wooden mug, and tosses it. What? Uh, 60, uh, hey, 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 hey. I, I might have taken it from, uh, you know, the, the pickle to your. I just wanted a souvenir. She tosses it 60 feet away. She says, closest to hit it, hit it wins. Easy, peasy. Deal? Of course, deal. <laughs> Clary, Clary will go first. She okay. pulls out her cold iron Akujai dagger. Right, wait, it's 60, 60 it's feet. 60, 60 feet away. 60 feet. So that is that is two range increments. So minus four? So minus four. Okay. okay. Okay, I've got the DC in my head. Oh god, <laughs> I rolled. Okay. Craig catches it. Okay, That's, uh, uh, mine's pretty good. So it's, it's modifier plus two plus proficiency, and then plus the roll. Plus dex. Yeah, plus dex. Yeah. Ronnie, is that including, is that including the minus four penalty for the range? No, that's before the minus okay. four penalty. But that was just your dex proficiency bonus? And then any other bonuses? Then yep, the plus it's my, two. It's my, my, my weapon proficiency, my level, my Did you not dex. rage? Raging doesn't in, in, oh, uh, increase my chance throw. to hit. Yeah. Rage throw just means I get rage the, the rage damage. Rage damage. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. still hype, though. Yeah, it is super hype. Yeah, dude. All right, Urky. Urkel, is that including the minus four? That is including the minus four. Urkel throws the dagger. And we see it like, and it sticks in the mud, or the mug. <laughs> into the mud and into the mug. <laughs> <laughs> he just nowhere close. Oh, dang. Misses <laughs> um, And then it returns to your hand, and then you hold it out to Clary. Clary winds up. Don't need it. And throws it. And I would say, like, Urkel, it, like, landed on the rim. 
like it like hit the mug on the rim. Like, you know, it was very close. And then Clary, you throw and it sinks almost like right above like the heart of the mug. And technically yours was a cleaner, more accurate hit. But they both hit. I don't know what you guys are trying. I don't, it's not like a well, target. There risk, weren't rings. Like bonus, like like higher like higher bonuses and stuff. So, yeah. But Kaleri, technically, you got um, four higher than Urkel. Did. That's not just bonuses. That's also roll, brother. What did you it roll? Wrecked. But the I rolled a natural but the DC, seventeen. Oh, I rolled a fifteen. The yeah, DC. You, you did better. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> for sure, for sure. I was like, because you made a face like you were like bad. I was like, I calculated something wrong because I oh, rolled no, well, I was, but seventeen. I was gonna, I, yeah, I was gonna say I rolled really well, but I didn't want to spoil it. So, okay, but yes, Kaleri, you have won the trivial challenge and have the shadow dagger. The gloaming... I can't wait for you to use that when you're in somebody's asshole clawing their guts out. That'll be great. Be the whole point is the whole point is when we're you know thirty feet away. I get to teleport up to them, and then I'll just toss you the dagger in the middle of combat. You know what? I mean, if okay. it's an ego okay. thing, you can still use it, Urkel. Can I hold it for a little? You know, you actually can move faster. <laughs> I was gonna throw. <laughs> well, yeah, 60 you can. Years. Yeah, yeah. You can. I, look, look, look. It's about pride, though. But it's and three also, and it's also, three I can throw it and do damage, and then. Be there, so. But you won't do the damage, right? <laughs> no, it, it. it does the attack and does the damage. Oh, yeah, it does the, the attack, attack and the teleport. Yeah, but okay. it's still two two actions as like movement, pretty much. And Oracle, and how also, fast do you move in a turn? Also, very slow, like twenty five yeah. at best. Okay, twenty five. Oh, so Oracle actually will like be the faster. Person that moves the fastest hey, I didn't hear any objections before the competition started. Did you all just think oh, I was hey, gonna lose or something? Fans, I'm not, well, I'm we not. both hit the cup. We both did a good job. Okay. I don't know. You were like really intense and you were waving a knife around. You're like, I'm going to throw it at this thing. And I just like didn't want to make you mad. Is that crazy? Look, I'm not just going to. Look, I I would never hurt anybody if they. No, no, no. It's just throwing you know? a knife around is look, intimidating. Urkel, you can just hold, you can hold the dagger as long as you know it's mine. Urkel's got the Here dagger go. and he's talking to a hell knight and he's like. I don't know if you see over there, but that cup is stolen. I think that uh, woman over there. Kaleri <laughs> <laughs> oh Kaleri uh, teleports to the dagger That's in Urkel's so hand <laughs> and punches him in the face. Yeah. Dude, I I would love a greater version of this where you could use, there wasn't like a time limit of how often you could do it and you could just like climb mountains. Like you're just like, <laughs> yeah, right, then you're Naruto's dad. Then like, you wow. just get to be Naruto's dad. What's his name? Yes. Minato. Boruto, you're just doing that. The drunk are you? <laughs> oh, it's Horus. I mean, uh, Minato, Tor Toronto. Minato, the Yellow Flash, and um, as you guys are all arguing and fighting over this dagger, uh, and the Zonkathonites are like feeling awkward, uh, <laughs> you guys hear from behind you, and you say, "Well, well, well, if it isn't my." favorite group of tryhards and you just see dusty just kind of like picking his teeth with like a toothpick hey dusty you're not the only one that can teleport now i've got a dagger that lets me do exactly what you do just as fast as you do it oh yeah yeah i mean i've i've just been standing here i don't know what you're talking about teleporting i'm just hey, hey dusty watch this clary throws the dagger 90 feet in the air, teleports <laughs> into the air, and then uses the boots to slowly float down to the ground. <laughs> oh, that's kind of badass. He's like, just an up B. 
That's Calarius up. Damn. Oh, that's your recovery. That's Calarius recovery. That is badass, dude. Um, yeah, Dusty claps and says, "Yeah, well, uh, here you guys have been up to a lot these days. Oh, there's Helvetica, um, <laughs> Brian. Uh, you yeah, know these so, people uh, here, Dusty. Well, yeah, we all we all met at the at the Salt Gate." If you don't remember, that was uh, two days ago, <laughs> Urkel. Feels like a lifetime. Would you believe me if I said it was two months ago? Big puff. <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, getting a little old. Uh. <laughs> but no, I've been oh, holding no. down the fort, waiting for you guys to get back to Tooth and Nail, me and Brian, playing Hero Duels. It's been a blast. Brian, have you been playing Hero Duels with Dusty? Is he pulling our chain? Um, No, yeah. He's really good, actually. That's so cool. He's also really good about sticking around when we need help in the Sunset Imports. So it's okay. We handled that. Oh, oh, help. Who got you there, old man? Old man. Try that one more Get time, you. small child. <laughs> <laughs> I will have, uh, what is it called? Uh, like family services, but that's not right. <laughs> I will have child, will child, have child protective, protective, protective services, services. <laughs> come and scrape your ass off the ground quicker than you can say "baba." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listen. Word on the street is you guys are heading down south, and uh, I've got a ticket on a little boat that's going to take you there. But really? that's all here, not there. Wait, uh, yeah. Dusty, uh, honest question. Is there actually word on the street about us specifically going south? Because if the triad finds out that we're here, we're kind of fucked. Yeah, who told you that? Oh, because like we have to beat them up now. The Tangus. Oh, Probably the Tangus. <laughs> no. I knew it. No. Have you guys have you guys been fighting them? We're too? about to. You want to come? Fixing, no, we're, we're desperately trying to, to find an, an excuse. Have a turf Please war. tell us it was the Tangus. <laughs> Hey, don't I wear got all black these on the cocktails. <laughs> this bridge is like bridge Look, if you want to be safe, wear brown. It's the Jaguar color. You better wear brown. <laughs> hey, put this on. Put this on. <laughs> Best wear your brown pants tonight. <laughs> um, too real, no. too real, too real. Back it up. <laughs> no, no. Uh, just a pal of mine said, ask, ask for a favor. Uh, she actually owes me a, quite a few favors. Um, but no, no, I, I hooked her up with a boat and I asked who was who was going down south and wouldn't you know it was uh the four of you guys. Well, five if Brian, are you going with them? And Brian's like, um I I don't know. Aaron just grabbed me and took me to teleported me to the Brian. Brian. Brian 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 You gotta come, dude. It's gonna be crazy. There's gonna be a bad bad guy and everything. <laughs> Probably gonna oh beat them up, take their loot. You love that shit. <laughs> Yo, you love that um, shit. You eat that shit. If up. It, it does sound more exciting than playing Hero Duels again with. I almost said Skippy. With Dustin. There's plenty Skippy. of time to play Hero Duels on the boat, I'm sure. Oh, you don't want to. No, he's, yeah, he's saying he, it's like all it's like all he's been doing. Um, no, Brian, I think it'd be good for. Uh, I think it'd be just good to get a change of scenery. 
for a little bit. We'd love to have you. O'Brien, you you and uh, you and Dusty have been messaging <laughs> back and forth on uh, Dress Ward uh, playtesting hero duels for Dress for Bartrand. <laughs> what the hell? That was bad. <laughs> also, I love that Urkel saying it's a new change of scenery. Also, we're gonna go like fight life or death. Hey, with Brian, some we're gonna get, some, get off the slowers. You can stay on the boat. Giants that we don't know about yet. Oh, also, it, we should have bought is... some giant slaying stuff. Holy shit. Chance oh, give us a giant. Right. Yeah, there's some giants. Well, it's to get back at the people who is did this to him. True. True. Uh, yeah, Brian's all in if you guys will have him. Um, but yeah, Dusty, Dusty says, um, yeah, if you. Uh, just let me know when you guys are ready to go. And uh, I've got the, not the yacht. What would you, I've got the ferry uh, anchored in down at Yolubulus Harbor. You know, next to that um, Sunset Imports place. Ah, sure. Um, is Helica still with us? Um, uh, sadly, okay. yes. <laughs> Uh, he's just been waiting to so say like sorry. bye so he can so he feels comfortable. It's literally that. Away, like he and haven't. all of his friends, and he's just like, I gotta say bye before we're gone, but we're just stuck here. So how have yeah. things been going for you? I know that you had a very specific set of uh, meetings, or maybe uh, some diplomatic uh, meetings that you needed to attend to. Any progress or updates? Yes. Yes. Well, uh, I'm not going to lie. Things were a bit hairy for us. We were moments away from being ushered out of the city. But lo and behold, the Silver Council changed their minds. And we were told as to why that we were not the ones responsible. So... Back to business, now with Lord Thorn in our fold, we may begin peace talks once more. Well, that's wonderful news. Best of luck to you and to your people uh, on further um, uh, negotiations, if you will. I appreciate this. Now, if any of you need further aid, from us or the Umbral Court. You are all welcome at the Embassy. And to our country of Night All. Ooh, that's huge, actually. Cool. Please, just send a message ahead of time and we will greet you at the gates. I wish you all well in your travels south. I hope that you wrap up the things we started in Cypress Point. And they all bow and kind of head off. Bow Take and care. return. Man, those guys give me the creeps. Yeah, I'd be lying if I didn't feel the same way. Don't really get they it. They always give you guys whatever. sweet toys like this. Can I see that dagger? No, you can't. <laughs> Just, I just wanted to throw nope. it once. Sorry. I mean, like, it's attuned to me because I won the competition, but you're welcome to hold it. Huh. You could throw <laughs> it and then zip Kaleri over to it. That'd be kind of funny. Huh. That's so weird. I I really thought that 
Urkel probably would have been the better pick. But hey, I don't make the decisions you guys. Hey, call I mean, Urkel's welcome to hold the dagger for as long as he wants, as long as he knows it's mine. I told you him that. can't tell him yes after I've told him no. Do you understand what that does? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Look, Dusty. I'm pretty sure Dusty is much older than he looks. So we are not in positions to be his parents. I'm sorry, Urkel. Dusty, right? Dusty probably is old. Dusty. Fox, also, I'm Dusty like 40 fast. years older than you. I'm way out of your league. What the hell? Way out of my league? What do you, what do you think this is? Jesus Christ! Don't know who that. I'm is. saying <laughs> that when you when you were when you were 10, Hated I Kelly. was I was 50. That's just not cool. Hey, uh, Dusty, like whispers to Frizz, like, "Hey, want to go get a pastry? I know a good spot." <laughs> Incredible. Please, please. I do it every. Uh, I do right. it every. Uh, whatever today is of the week. <laughs> Wheel day. I think ah, yes. Wheel day. I think so. Chance. Bro, what are is. the What are the local pastries? Yeah, I worked on. I worked on the calendar. It's actually Fire Day. Thirteenth oh, of Kuthana. It's Fire Day. Fire Day. Thirteenth, dude. <gasps> oh, oh my <laughs> god. Fire oh, Day the no. the thirteenth in Kuthana, which is the, the month. Hey, we get this freaking dude. cursed dagger, dude. Kalea's gonna kill me in my sleep. I would never kill Urkel. The cursed dagger. I would never kill Urkel in his sleep because that would, you know, that would make it seem like I couldn't best him in combat straight up, which I definitely Holy. could. <laughs> so, are we looking As to you guys shop and then? Yes. Be on our way. We have a few things I we think can take we care can, of. We can shop off air, right? Like we can. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We shop off air, but then then our then we're shipping off. Then we're shipping off. I think. I so. don't think we have anything else holding us here. Mm. I do want to get so, a pastry. Let's look a Those little tangu bastards that we're gonna <laughs> beat up tonight. <laughs> They're all dead. All right. If there is not we a croissant going... in my mouth in the next five minutes, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get you a croissant. And hey, I just want to say. In a month from today, no. In eight days from now, we've got the Kentargo Hero Duels tournament, and you all still owe me a favor, so I'm looking for a partner. And oh. we're going to walk as the heroes walk down, looking for a croissant or pastry or Kentargo Kalachi. Ooh, birdseed, please. <laughs> Just uh, we watch me. as they walk down in the bright uh, noon. They're pet shop around winter day. <laughs> He's just trying uh, to close out that, the episode. Do you want that birdseed with cream and sugar? <laughs> oh my god! Birdseed. <laughs> We're Black. done. Okay, that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode this week. Okay, that's all we got. I'll this take it straight. <laughs> <laughs> we we had to cope. We had to cope with like the first forty minutes of this episode yeah. with like just garbage <laughs> RP. <laughs> It, it is our way. We do it every time. <laughs> every time it gets heavy, we no, just throw the this episode into the trash can. It was. We needed this. Hey, we needed just this. Just dunk it in All there. Right.